everybody, this is Chip and Mike with The Drinking Texas Podcast. The episode you're about to hear was originally broadcast on The Drinking Texas radio show. The recording remains mostly intact, but with the music edited out due to streaming licensing issues. And I removed that clip of Chip saying that he didn't feel like having a beer. Hey, I never said that. Not as far as anyone listening to this podcast knows. (laughs) If you want to hear the show, complete with the music included... Tune in to The Drinking Texas Radio Show Thursdays on KBSR Black Sparrow Digital Radio from Taylor, Texas. Meanwhile, enjoy the show. And stay excellent. Yeah. Hey, dude. Hey. Well, I sure am thirsty. This week's show kick my ass. Lord have mercy, I'd like to fix it fast. You see, I got a little work week Church for praying, hitting them knees, a goodwill store, and a This is the Drinking Texas Radio Show on Black Sparrow Digital Radio. So grab a beer and get ready to hang out with Chip and Mike. Missed it. <laughs> Not going to do it. I'm going to do it. That's okay. Right. Uh, uh, you know, Chip, Chip runs the big board over there. There. That's the one. Uh, that that can't be good. Yeah, that was that was uh, what was supposed to play after the chip and Mike in to, to, because uh, we were so bad last week that we were told we had to have our lawyer here. Okay, so so law dogs in the house. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. That, that's your sister Laura. That is. Say yeah. hi to the people. Hey, people. She is our new HR representative that was forced upon us. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. You know, keeping you ADA compliant. I don't know what that means. Which is why we have her now. Yeah, so mm-hmm. can we still say shit? <laughs> Absolutely. Good. All right, cool. Uh, we also... What was that? I just kicked Dozier. Um, <laughs> so, uh, if, in case you don't know, I'm Chip. I'm Mike. And we're drinking Texas. That's Laura. You, are, you don't have to say that. They already know you. They met you just now. I, I thought I wasn't going to get shouted down. Yeah, I know. That's what happens when you're here. <laughs> this is our show. You're not the captain. Also, we have two very special guests. Mm-hmm. One, I thought you were going to say your words. I got nothing. Okay. That, that was just a mouthful of beer. Okay. One has been here before. Oh, that's Tim good. Jones, mm-hmm. owner and procrastinator of Kitty Fort Pub. That's true. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for joining us. <laughs> Other is Michael Chain, world-famous tennis player. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> no, that, that is incorrect. It is Michael Chang. Oh, it is. But, uh, it is. A, a partner at Slapbox. Pizza and, well, it's, it's some sort pizzeria, of a, right? Well, it's some sort pizza, of a pizza disco. <clears throat> uh, pizza cheeria. And, and, uh, and a draft house. And wow. a draft See, I was so close. Well, you were. <laughs> I was so close. <laughs> I was actually probably yeah. closer on the tennis part. But. Yeah, so close doesn't cut it, but anyway. Yeah, I know. Ahead. Go ahead. But thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you for yeah. having me. Uh, we are so excited that y'all are here. Uh, we've been trying to get you for a long time, and Tim kept going, well, you can only have him here if uh, I show up. So, so I just came for the beer. Yeah. <laughs> and the whiskey. Yeah, I brought the whiskey to you. I know. <laughs> and speaking of beer, what's everybody drinking? All right, I'll start. Yeah. I went with uh, Carbach. It is a uh, Pilsner. The luckiest 
beer in Texas. I don't know if that's true yet, but the night's early. It's young still. You know the story with that one, though, right? No. So that one, a proportion of every can sold goes to uh, people who work in restaurants, essentially like servers, bar staff. Mm -hmm. Oh. It's a collaboration with Aaron Franklin and... Oh, Somebody you know, else. I did Elvis hear about Presley. that. Yes. I did hear about that. Yes, Elvis yeah. Presley. No, that's great. I mean, I drink it because I like it, but, you know, it's nice to be helping out, too. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's a good we're, story. Well, yeah, we're always here to help out. Uh, I've got a St. Arnold here, the award-winning summer award-winning summer pills. Um, apparently not the happiest beer in Texas. I have no idea if they give back, but they're giving me some happiness right now. There you go. It's a good beer. That's yeah. what I'm drinking, tea. It's a patron saint of brewers right there. So I'm having a, I guess, same thing as Mike, a Carbosh Pilsner. Pilsner, yeah. The horseshoe, yeah. yeah. The horseshoe, yeah. It's very, yeah. it's very good. Imagine that. The mics are drinking the same thing. <laughs> well, this is going to be a fun show. Uh, We're not sitting together, though. Let me I just, know. Just, yeah, you could be. Y'all want to switch? Yeah. <laughs> After cheers. a few more beers, you might be. Yeah. Uh, I got the dolly <laughs> over here. Uh, the Mexican. Say it like Pitbull. Dale. Yeah, okay. That was close. <laughs> cool. yeah. Dale. Dale. Uh, Mexican style lager uh, from a Delbert, which is uh, one of our... Favorite Mexican beers, Mexican style lagers. Right. Yeah, it's right up there with. Um, Made right here in Texas. Yeah. Uh, oh, right over it? there by Cellus. Yeah. So, okay, which is your favorite Texas Mexican lager? Boom, on the spot. Needle Bandito. Yeah. Damn it, he took mine. Yeah. Muy importante. Oh, oh there well, you that, go. I tried that last night. Really like that. At Slapbox, actually. No, I'm not really a beer drinker. Uh, Dos Equis. Mm. Okay. That's, oh, damn. That's, that's imported into Texas. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I showed you mm -hmm. where it was listed as a Texas beer, and I cannot remember where that was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. took a picture of this. I was like, when did Dos well, Equis become a Texas-style beer? Yeah, one, Texas one of the rare times we were not together, he, he sends me a text. He says, I'm at this place, and they've got Dos Equis listed as a Texas beer. I'm like, really? Uh, Ask him what part of Texas it comes from. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Apparently, we're taking over Mexico. Woo. Again? Again? Yeah. So, so it said in brackets, Mexico next to it, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So we've heard about Tim. We've heard Tim's story. We've, well, we'll, we'll get into more of that. But, uh, Michael, tell us, tell us about you. Uh, sure. Um, so uh, I'm one of the owners of Slapbox uh, Pizzeria. We're in downtown Round Rock. And we've been there for about three years or so. Uh, we just opened a new location over there in North Austin by Palmer. And, uh, you know, pretty much uh, same time that Tim did during the pandemic. Uh, but prior to this, um, you know, we, my family, I'll say, we've been in the restaurant business for a long time, uh, maybe 30 plus years. And growing up, you know, we pretty much grew up in the restaurant business. We had every restaurant from, you know, IHOPs to, uh, uh, you know, Burger King to Chinese restaurants. So, you know, and part of it is just my... My parents and uncles coming over, you know, that generation, they had mm -hmm. to, they had to work in, in, you know, in that, <clears throat> in that field. Right. Uh, so, you know, growing up, um, obviously, you know, you're you know, coming from an Asian background, your parents don't want you to be a restaurateur for sure. So, you know, when we went, I went the traditional route, went to UT Austin, and then I went to law school and uh, I became a lawyer. And uh, I worked for uh, Starbucks corporate uh, as a corporate lawyer for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. And, but um, I just... <laughs> I just never enjoyed it. Uh, you know, what I did was litigation. And if anybody knows about litigation, you literally argue all day long. Yeah. <laughs> you know, literally. You know, you argue about stuff that is, is just stuff. So I knew, I knew early on I wanted to, to go back in the restaurant business. And, um, 
And so, um, you know, when, when I graduated, I went to Seattle and, uh, and, you know, I came back to Austin and I, and I still practice law here, but, uh, that's when I kind of started, um, you know, thinking about doing restaurants. Uh, I met Mark Thompson, who is the, um, uh, owner of uh, 600 Degrees at that time, and I was doing legal work for him. Mm-hmm. So he owned a place called Brooklyn Pie uh, in, in Georgetown. And when I heard about this restaurant, and this was like 20-some years ago, uh, it was kind of something that I, I heard about, okay, there's this restaurant in Georgetown. Uh, you know, you can't really see this restaurant. It's kind of often, you know, a discreet intersection. And they're only open Thursday, Friday, and Saturdays every week. They're not open Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, only Thursday through Saturday, maybe Sunday. And I was going, who the, f-? I was like, who the hell <laughs> opens a restaurant for three or f- four days a week? You know, the galls of this guy. I got to go meet him. Yeah. Okay? I, I got to go meet him. And, and so, you know, that's how kind of our friendship, you know, you know, I used to do a lot of work for him and everything. And then when he opened his place in Round Rock over there by La Frontera, this mm-hmm. is again, you know, um, it was, it was kind of revolutionary because, you know, he called it Brooklyn pie. Right. And so if you're not from the East coast, you know, what is pie, you know, apple pie, you know, whatever. Right. So he, he always had that real creative mind, you know, so, he, you know, he's going to, you know, call it Brooklyn pie. I was like, why not just call it Brooklyn pizza? But he's like, no, 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 we're going to do it this way and all that. And so Brooklyn pie opened in La Frontera and then, um, right off the bat, you know, it, 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 you know, it became one of those restaurants that everybody went to, but it was more of a kind of a to go restaurant mm-hmm. and everything. But, you know, our friendship developed from there. And and then from that point on, you know, like uh, I kind of invested some of my money into that. And then we opened another restaurant down there by Avery Ranch called Brooklyn Heights. And uh, again, you know, we and it probably we opened it at the at the wrong time because when it opened there around the Avery Ranch area, you know, like uh, the first year, it was tough. Uh, they hadn't, you know, opened any a lot of access roads. We're just like saying, you know, <laughs> what the what the hell is, you know, Palmer Lane, Avery Avery Ranch? This place is never going to develop. You know, it's yeah. never going to develop. You know, let's just sell it. Um, uh, you know, at that time, uh, you know, I, I just started a family, and it was whatever. So we ended up, um, you know, selling the restaurant, and uh, you know, went I went back to practicing law. Um, Fast forward, you know, several years later, and, you know, Mark kind of moved on. He, I think he went back to Missouri or whatever, but I started opening uh, more Brooklyn Pies here, you know. So, you know, we had a collaboration with uh, Little Woodrow's. Mm-hmm. And so Little Woodrow's, you know, they used to be one of these big bars that, that had their own restaurants, but they didn't concentrate on restaurants. So we kind of had this collaboration where, okay, if Little Woodrow's opened somewhere, we'll just be kind of the restaurant that serves their, you know. And it worked out great because – you know, they just concentrated on their on their specialty, which is, you know, a selection of draft beers, and we just service their, their customers. Mm-hmm. So we opened a couple of Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn Pies around town, and then um, maybe about six, seven years ago, we opened a place uh, with different partners called Uptown Social. This was in Georgetown, and it was a rooftop deck, and at that time, the square in Georgetown really wasn't anything to talk about. It was, right. it was, it was a dead place. There was really, nobody really wanted to go there. And we opened this rooftop bar. I don't know if you guys ever been there or heard of it. Oh yeah. Okay. And so, <laughs> and so we opened this, uh, this place uh, called Uptown Social and we brought the pizza that I had, you know, uh, to Uptown Social and we thought you know, it was cool because, again, you know, it's, it's, I think it's maybe the highest point in Georgetown if you're on the roof It, it was deck. beautiful. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so we, we did that. And, it, you know, it turned out to be a success. And from that point on, I was just, 
I was just like, okay, I'm going to go restaurant full time. I yep. didn't have to. And then I made a phone call to dad. I'm not a lawyer anymore. Okay. <laughs> First See, thing I did, right? That's yeah. the toughest part right there. Yeah, yeah. Dad, you know, I'm okay. And I'm not going to be a restaurant cussing, anymore. When you stopped cussing at you, what, <laughs> what do you say? Ungrateful Asian child, you know. <laughs> look at look at Mr. Wong's son. He's a he's a lawyer and a doctor. Yeah, anyways, yeah, know. you know, so 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 you're a disappointment. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, right? Uh, I mean, he still brings up my SAT score. But anyway, that's besides the point. <laughs> so after Uptown Social... Would you get like a 1560? <laughs> <laughs> Close. Um, and so after Uptown Social opened, um, you know, like shortly thereafter, uh, Mark Thompson came back and he, with his family, opened 600 Degrees. And that kind of almost revitalized that whole Georgetown, you know, mm-hmm. that, you know, then MCO came and then, uh, you know, some of the other, and now if you go to Georgetown, the, uh, that, the historic, it, it's, it's happening. Yeah. It's, it's really, really happening. Oh, love it. Yeah. Yes. So it's kind of got a cool vibe. And, and after he opened 600, we, you know, again, we just kind of became friends and we hung out with each other. And then one day he called and said, Hey Mike, um, there's this place in Round Rock. They just went out of business, or they're about to go out of business. Uh, my my broker called and said, you know, do you, you know, would you guys be interested in it? And so, kind of on a whim, me and him, you know, we just we just went and we kind of looked at the place, and literally, you know, <laughs> within 24 hours, we're just like, uh, okay, you know, we'll take it. You know, yeah. we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, what, what the hell? You know, let's just spend the money. We'll do it. And we hadn't written up any contracts, you know, agreement, how we're going to. But, you know, again, this is just going back to 20 years of friendship. Let's just do it. And I kind of had a good feeling about Round Rock. I lived here for all my life, pretty much like 20, 20 some years. Mm-hmm. And the downtown area at that time, you know, there was like juniors. There were like some other uh, just older restaurants. Right. And I felt we could really, really, you know, just build this, you know, up. And at that time, we, we didn't know that, you know, um, you know, all these like, you know, um, places were coming in. So we took over the place. And, and the thing is like, a lot of times you don't know how you're going to work with a partner. And, you know, it's sometimes, you know, when you do something, you think, oh, they've got these grand visions. We're going to do well. And it was one of those things where it was a restaurant already. So it was like, I thought, you're not going to have to spend that much money. But again, you know, Mark, Mark Thompson <laughs> is more the visionary. Right. And so we literally stripped everything to the studs and rebuilt it again. And, and luckily, like I said, um, you know, based on, you know, like the, uh, the crowd from, you know, 600, we had all this, you know, social media hype, you know, it, it did, it did well now. And then, you know, people ask me, why didn't you just call it 600 degrees or whatever? And part of the thing is like, you know, there's, there were too many people using degrees, 500 mm-hmm. degrees, 800 mm-hmm. degrees, mm-hmm. you know, 98 degrees. <laughs> hey, they started the trend. Uh, yeah. Uh, thank you, Laura. Um, and and so, you know, we we're thinking about a clever name. What can you call this new pizza place, right? Obviously, none of our none of us are Italians. We couldn't call, you know, like Luciano's or or you know, we didn't want to have some stupid and like Tuscan or whatever. So we're thinking, let's how do we come up with a clever name, right? But that's not six hundred. So, you know, we came up with all these names and some of them sounded really dumb. But, you know, but then I was thinking, okay, you know, you slap the pizza and you put it in a box. Slap box, you know. And I heard it, I go, man, it's such a stupid name. <laughs> Slapbox, you know. How is but I go, it's to the point where it's it's catchy though, you yeah. know? Slapbox. And then he had this uh his image of a boxer, you know. And that's the thing I, I definitely give to him is he he has that skill set where he can look at a place, design it, or he'll look at a logo and, and he'll do stuff uh, you know, a certain way where where you know it becomes a success. 
And literally, like I said, once we opened the uh, the place in downtown Round Rock, <clears throat> it it people flowed in, you mm-hmm. know, and, you know, we, uh, we offer about, you know, I think 50 to 60 draft beers. Uh, we don't serve liquor and, and pizzas, you know, which is an identical menu to the 600 degrees. And then after a couple of years, you know, we just said, okay, we want to expand, but where, where, where? And it literally took us almost a year to find the right place. Cause you know, we know we, we knew we wanted to be near where all the tech, uh, companies were on Palmer lane. And then, you know, again, like I said, uh, about a year ago, about two months before the pandemic, we said, okay, we got this place. And, you know, we just decided to, to do it. But when the pandemic hit, you know, I'll, to be honest with you, it was real scary because it was one of those things when, and I'm sure Tim can you know, probably relate to the same thing because I had met Tim before the pandemic. When the pandemic hit, it's just like, what do we do? You know, it was a real scary thing. Restaurants were getting shut down. Do we continue on or do we just stop? Right. I think I think at that point, the the same as myself. You're you're in that boat where you've already signed your lease. Mm -hmm. You're already into it. You've got no. There's there's kind of no choice. You just got to bulldoze on through it and make it work. Yeah. But I mean, well, when you when you got a good product, you have a a much better opportunity to do that. And Slapbox has a fantastic product. Well, thank you. And and name. Oh, definitely. Thank you. But you know, but one of those things. can you afford oh, as I'm well, sorry. but right. <laughs> oh, but do, do you know? So, so before I met Michael, we, me, my wife, my kids, we we went to Slapbox. If we didn't go twice a week, we'd at least go once and then order it like online or whatever. It to to, to me, like it's my favorite pizza, okay. and that's that's. I know it sounds biased, but it's my favorite pizza, without question. So it, it's a cool spot, like. So I. Go ahead, I'm sorry. And 600. Like, yeah. all, all of their spots are, like, very cool. Very cool. I, I've got to tell you, you have no idea how, how much you are ingrained into my food life. <laughs> so, I... I no One of your five a day. Oh, yeah. So, um, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Pie Company, I used to... When I was work, when I still work at Dell, but working at Dell, right. I'd go over there and grab, grab a slice of pizza. You know, they're as big as your face. Exactly, yeah. And I'd bring it bring it back to work and sit down to eat. And they're like, what the hell is that? And where'd you get it? Oh my God. And then going over to, uh, Brooklyn Heights, still yes. go over there every now and then. Um, the, oh my gosh, the, the bar that you're associated with. Uptown social. Uh, not uptown social. The one oh, before little Woodrow's little or, Woodrow's. Yes. Uh-huh. You used to go to little Woodrow's right. all the time. That was the hangout spot, yeah. especially the one over here on Palmer. Right. And then uptown social, we used to go there. I mean, I'd love the downtown Georgetown area. Well, Love thank it. You. It's, it's so great. I'll collect the royalties at the end of the show. But no, thank you, though. No, the, the royalties come my way. Am I on? Yeah, thank no. I'm just, I'm just thinking we've got plenty of evidence uh, for stocking at this point. <laughs> yeah, so. by Michael. <laughs> yeah, one so of I, you. Yeah, one can, of you. I can see why you were in litigation. One also of you cannot quit what, the other. I don't think you took a breath. <laughs> nope. And I'm slightly disappointed, though. We, we haven't got any Slapbox pizza to sample whilst Yeah, we're, why is that? I, I don't know. Huh. <laughs> well, I, I mean. You j- just pipe down and eat your Lunchables, will you? Yeah. So um, <laughs> the great thing, and if you haven't been to Slapbox, why not? That's just a waste. Get over there. They've got, y'all have got the best pizza around, some of the best pizza around. And the weird thing is your wings are even better than your pizza. 
Well, uh, the, in your the, pork the, po- the pork shanks. Even, you, didn't let, you didn't let me finish. The yep. pork shanks are even better than the wings. It's absolutely true. Yeah. And then, and then my kid, who's guys. super fussy, he he eats the garlic knots and he calls it dippy pizza. <laughs> and he he doesn't eat much. Like he he is fussy, but mm-hmm. he just sits there with his dippy pizza and he eats the whole lot up. <laughs> Did your kid call it that, or you call it that? No, that's what Harley calls it. Calls oh, okay. It, he calls it dippy pizza. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm fine with it. He eats it, which is yeah. unusual. Yeah, it doesn't matter what he calls it, as long as he's yeah, eating it. as long as he eats it, he can call it. I think you should actually rename it on the menu, Dippy Pizza. Dippy Pizza. <laughs> do, do y'all still have the meatballs? Oh, they're good too. Uh, yeah, we do. We do, and that was one of the products we just, um, you know, we, we brought in. I mean, we try to make our menu more. Um, I want to say more in and out style, you know, like less stuff, more, you know, quality as opposed to like maybe Cheesecake Factory. Right. So when we when we introduce an item, it's been tested and it's been, you know, and then again, we don't want to try to bring too much on the menu as kind of Tim could maybe attest. It's just sometimes when you have too much stuff, you know, mm-hmm. not only is it hard to keep track of inventory, you know, the, making it, you know, just all that stuff. So we just try to stick to pizza, wings, you know, a few appetizers, desserts, and that's all we do. Right. Yeah, and, and y'all do it very well. Thank you. That, that cheesecake's really good too, as well. Just I don't just, know that I've had the cheesecake. Uh, I'm always so full after uh, that. That cheesecake's really good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Seems like it seems like a time to uh, to take a break. You know, I want to mention uh, we missed one of my favorite holidays uh, yesterday, Cinco de Mayo. Uh, so I did that's, what I could. That's usually close to the fifth of May. It uh, normally. <laughs> I think, it, like Easter, once, Every once year? it was in April. Every year it's very but, close. Uh, one time it was in April, but uh, usually right around the 5th. Yeah. Um, so uh, so I, I, I picked a song to, uh, to play here on the show that I thought just kind of had that feel to it. Uh, so, buddy of yours. Who, Rick? Yeah. Yeah. Little oh, Rick, Rick Trevino. Uh-huh. Better in Texas. Beer. The Final Frontier. These are the episodes of the Drinking Texas radio show. Its mission? To explore strange new beers. To seek out breweries, dance halls, and bars. To boldly... Ah! I'm in here! I know! How about giving someone else a chance? On KBSR Black Sparrow Radio. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you you have no idea how often I live that. (laughs) Is there uh, any air freshener? Um, just pull my finger. That'll work. (laughs) (laughs) So, if you're just joining us, where have you been? If you're sticking around, thank you. We're here with Tim Jones, Michael Chang, and Law Dog. Whoop. Yep, there you go. I mean, it's not a real tough dog, but. Yeah. But but totally legal. Yeah. Yeah. More of a paper pusher. Well, yeah. There you go. Tim. Yes, sir. You have been doing some wonderful stuff at your. At your restaurant slash bar slash Irish pub. Yep, definitely Irish. <laughs> yeah. Um. With your with your food and food and beverage pairings. Yeah, we've had some good fun with that. I've um, I've had good fun. Sorry. Yeah. No, we just you know want people to hear you. I know. Got it. He jumped when you pushed that thing in his face. Well, he's wow. used to it. Uh, never mind. <laughs> I mean, this big yellow thing. Yeah. Big bird. Yeah, no, it's uh, we've had we had some cool fun. Um, Ashley and Ashley, who um, came on at the start, she's she's took on doing these beer dinners with my head chef Blaine. So we've done we did a beer dinner with 
Carbuck. Carbuck. And that went really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you guys enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. loved it. And uh, then, I mean, I, I'm a whiskey guy. I, I love the craft beer, but I'm a whiskey guy. So the Whistle Pig dinner, for me, wow. Like the f- And I was, I was actually just enjoying being a normal human for that, that evening where I got to <laughs> kind of eat the food, enjoy what they'd all done and the hard work they put together. But the food was phenomenal. The pairings were great. The drinks were fun. I liked because I I don't uh, at this point in my life I don't really drink mixed drinks anymore, especially whiskey. I just drink whiskey, and uh, the Whistle Pig made six different cocktails, uh, which if I hadn't gone there, I I never would have tried. Yeah, they um they did a great job. Um, Ashley and Patrick and. He he, Patrick from from Whistle Pig was super helpful. He, you know, the the amount of swag that he got to give away to all the people who came from coming to help us mix the drinks, helping us talk through the menu, everything. I mean, Whistle Pig were phenomenal in the help that they they gave us. I, I will tell you, I will tell you a couple of things. One, I am a very picky eater, and I was not looking forward to that. I was looking forward to all the Whistle Pig stuff. But I was not looking forward to the food because I saw the the menu and I thought, well, shit, I'm not going to be able to eat any of this. There's stuff. nothing here that I <laughs> eat. Yeah. yeah, but your chef did such a great job of kind of putting everything the way the way he put stuff together. It it left it to where what the mushrooms. Yep, I could just put those off to the side or. Mm-hmm. Whatever else, it, it, it just phenomenal. I enjoyed every bit of it. I I I went to bed that night and and all I could think about in my head was the mushroom risotto with the lamb mm-hmm. and then the deconstructed Wellington. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know that deconstructed yeah. Wellington was like, well, he broke it, yeah. but uh, <laughs> it was it was great. You, you know who I didn't see there? Who? One Mr. Michael uh, Chang. That's because he, he he goes out of town a fair bit. He's got he's got place to be in Seattle sometimes. Uh, you you mentioned that you lived in Seattle for a while. What in you do you still do any business there at all? Uh, I I do not in Seattle proper, but uh, about about like an hour and a half away from Seattle. Uh, uh-huh. It's in a town called Aberdeen. So um, you know we so, own so a- Scotland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's the birthplace of uh, Kirk Cobain. Uh, that's where he was born in Aberdeen, Washington. Oh, and nice. So we have a we have a little grow farm there. Uh, we've been doing it for for a couple of years, and the first couple so like of years, pineapples and <laughs> tomatoes, <laughs> mushrooms. So Magic. it is a it is a cannabis farm. Oh, <laughs> and, See, uh, hold on, hold on. I can hear Vicky driving over here right now. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, uh, yeah, and so it's um, so I travel quite a lot to Seattle, and it's um, you know we've been doing it for for quite a number of years, and I think about four years ago, you know, when everybody kind of wanted to jump on that business, we thought it'd be a good idea too, but obviously sometimes the reality mm-hmm. of doing it isn't as you know what, and so the first couple of years were were pretty tough, um, but this last year because of the pandemic, um, it's been a good year. <laughs> I I could talk forever, but it's been a good year. I mean, yeah. the, the government, uh, at least Washington, declared it an essential business. So well, that, yeah. that was good, you know, and then because of that. It, 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 mellows, it mellows everybody out to help them not focus on reality. <laughs> it does. It, to, and when I say that, I mean, uh, people that do focus too much on certain things, it's, it helps them just 
relax and chill yes. and not not focus on the neg- negativity in the world. I, I think it really does. And then kind of being there where it, it is legal and then you see really all walks of life, you know, like in terms of whether you're, you know, you're elderly or, or, you know, like businessmen or just, you know, the, the stereotypical image of, of who does cannabis or, or, you know, weed is it's really, you know, you really start to go away and you, and you realize that, you know, a lot of people do it for a variety of reasons. And so, uh, but yeah, this last year, because of the pandemic, a lot of people have been using it, you know, to kind of relieve, uh, relieve stress, kind of calm their nerves. And uh, yeah, to a certain extent, I think it's really helped. So. Oh yeah, tremendously. I, I I have never tried cannabis in my life. I just do the drink, but I'm all for it. I mean, the uh, they should legalize it, tax it, mm-hmm. and and regulate it. Yes. I, I think it's I think it's ridiculous that they haven't. That not to get into a political statement. It's I know that's why. Yeah, it really is. That's why we have Law Dog here. Yeah, no, right up to the line. But I mean, I think you're right that I think a lot of people, especially because they've been at home, that. You know, I'm in San Francisco and, you know, there's home delivery. Like, you can call it up and have it within two hours. So, um, I think it's, it's a bit really like helpful. favor. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> so now Vicky's going to want to move to San Francisco. <laughs> hey, uh, real, real quick, I wanted to point out uh, fan of the f- friend of the show, Court, with Texas Beer Company, said that he's got a pint night next Wednesday at 600 degrees and on the 27th at Kitty Fort. He does. So, yeah. So, um, Get out there and see Court. He's he is magical. Make him do a magic trick. His he'll say that he can't. He can. He'll pull a coin right out of your ear. You have no idea how he does it. Wait a minute, ear? Well, I made him go to the ear that time. Okay. Yeah, it was that other one was weird. Golly, Court. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, card tricks too. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. He doesn't even. He, he won't even have a deck of cards in his hand, right. and then all of a sudden, you know, there's a card. Mm-hmm. And again, I was like. The ear next time. It's yeah. <laughs> it wasn't your card, but it was still impressive. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Ace, Ace of Hearts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. You know, it, it's probably time for song number two. Yeah. This is this is one of my. This is a song that I think we both. Yeah. Recently, uh, started listening to and kind of just really dig it. Yeah. This is uh, Wade Bowen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he knocks it out of the park on this. This is Fell in Love on Whiskey. It certainly is a big show. It's a very big show. Where's the beer? On the Drinking Texas radio show? Where's the beer? On KBSR Black Sparrow Radio in Taylor, Texas? Where's? Here. Ooh, that certainly is a beer. And here. Ooh, I'm old. And welcome back. Yeah. You got that lady a beer. I get me one. Well, you're right there. You're closer. I know, but it's your turn. Tim's a beer bitch. Okay, we'll have Tim get so, it. Yeah, that's that's what happens when you sit in that chair. Mm-hmm. Beer bitch. So well, speaking of beer, yeah, and other things. Today is a, a National Beverage Day. National Beverage Day. So uh, I thought I'd do a little true false for you guys. Um, you can play off. Uh, uh, restaurant against restaurant, if you want, or or you can let Chip play and he'll lose. Uh, a couple of true false questions regarding um, a couple of beverages. Ready, ready, ready. All right, true or false? The official distilled spirit of the United States is bourbon. Bourbon. I don't care if it's false; it should be true. Tim, I, I think, it's, I think true. it's true. I think it's true. 
It's absolutely true. Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why would it not be? You yeah. do know that in the UK that their idea of bourbon is Jack Daniels, and that's pretty much it. That's, you know not, what? that's not even that's bourbon. So I, I know that. But that's that's what they think. If it ever comes down to it, they're just gonna they're just gonna hand Jack Daniels to the military and say, "You'll kick some ass." And they're gonna be like, "You got it." <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, number two, slow gin is a type of gin. See that? Has, uh, I don't so, know. Well, well, it, it seems like it's gonna be false because it, it it's it, it it is and it isn't. I'm going false. I wouldn't say false. It just sounds so slow. Gin is not a, you know, it's just, I don't know. False. What about you, Tim? What do you think? I I know it is and it is. You're about to go on and now. Because it depends depends how you make it. Yeah, I'd like to attack the premise of the question. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Can you clarify what you're using in the slow gin? Because uh, uh, yeah. the majority of the time is vodka. Slowness in Oh, no, no, no. Not, not, not as a mixed drink, as a, as a cordial. No, no, no. Yeah, but sometimes in the process they use vodka it's to yes make or no. it. It's yes or no. True or false? Answer the question. I'm going to go false. Answer the question. <laughs> you can't hey, handle you the can't truth. Handle. Wait a minute. You want to step in here? Jeez. We got two lawyers over there, and I'm the one that had to step up. Um, this is bullshit. I'm telling you. Uh, it is I'm false. I'm enjoying my tequila. Yeah. Yeah. It is false. It comes down to the berry, really. Yeah, because they use they use slows as opposed to juniper. And yeah, yeah. See, gin is, gin get, is juniper. Thank God you're here because I have so many comments. <laughs> gin is juniper. I still call slow bullshit, gin, but traditional whatever. traditional slow gin is blackthorn. Yep, blackthorn bush. Sorry, uh, but I mean it always comes down to the berries. Mm-hmm. Yes, blackthorn bush. There's a cider called was, blackthorn. Is there? Yep. All right, I'm gonna have to get into that. There's Does a Dickens shit. There's that? a shit bear called bush too. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's a true story. <laughs> Number three, true or false, distilled spirits don't contain cholesterol, carbohydrates, or fats of any kind. True. Oh, my God. Is that true? Really? That is true. Oh, that sounds so convincing. I guess I have to go with true. I'm pretty sure that's true, too. I mean, it's absolutely true. Yeah. That's yep. why if you're on a diet, put down the beer, pick up the whiskey. Mm-hmm. That would work so much better than Jenny Craig. Mm-hmm. No, she works pretty hard. <laughs> well, I'm about to sell my Peloton and go and buy a load of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number four. We still have a, we have a three-way tie here. These guys know their stuff. I mean, their liquor. Uh, uh, cordials and liqueurs are the same thing. Uh, I'm going false just because liqueurs are bullshit. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I'd say false. They're different words. There you go. Ah. <laughs> he's he's going to make that stand up in court. I say they're bullshit, but I, I like uh, you know, I, Irish cream is a liqueur. I, I, I want to say false because they're spelled differently, but uh, I, I'm I pretty sure it's kind of true, actually, because when you order stuff, it's always cordials and liqueurs are in the same. Yeah, they're yeah they're exactly the same thing. Yeah, yeah. they're still bullshit. So it's just, Damn it. just different words, you know, tomato, tomato, that sort of thing. I told you, spelled different. Yeah. Uh, number five. Uh, you say tomato, I say tomato, because that's how you say the word. Vodka is a Russian word meaning mother's milk. True. I think that's true. I think I read it somewhere. Oh, here we go again. Tim has to. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna. He I'm, I'm, to ponder, uh, he always has to ponder about that. Right, I'm, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> my lawyer, like, Michael, and go. That's question, true. You know? He's like, who's bomb? <laughs> Yeah. I'm down. Like, like can you define like, if milk? That, if that's mother's yeah. milk, I'm good with it. <laughs> that is false. No, it's absolutely true. It's a Russian word that means little water. Yeah, mother's milk. Little water. 
So my lawyer so, lied to me. He did. I need to file an appeal to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're lying. I think you're lying. Right? <laughs> All right. Last one. Last one. Uh, um, oh, that's not even a true false. All right. This is not a true false. I need an answer here. What kind of worm is found in tequila? Oh. Sorry, what? What, what kind of worm? I know it's not ringworm. Is found in tequila? Dead worm is not an acceptable answer. Oh, come on. Drunk worm. Who brought you? Um, I actually know I what know this, this is, and I. Oh, man. I really Wait, in, did you say in tequila? Yes, yeah, in tequila. All right. You don't normally get a worm in tequila. It's kind God of a dang, trick yeah. question. I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna say there is no worm in tequila, but I was gonna wait for you to answer. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I didn't. Yeah, that, that's that's absolutely correct. That, there is no worm in tequila. Yeah, it's in mezcal. It's in mezcal. What kind yeah. of worm do they put in the mezcal? Ah, it's, it's a specific. It's a, uh, it's, oh. I don't need the scientific name. Just like what type of worm? I, it I is. cannot think of it, but I know. I know. Hang on, there, there are different type of worms. Oh yeah, yeah. There's silkworm. There's, there's tapeworm. Tapeworm. There's ringworm. There's ringworm. Worm, worm around the collar. There's Jimmy the worm. Yeah, um, yeah, but he's you know yeah. he's connected. Um, <laughs> wow, mind what, blank. What is it? As soon as you say it, I'm gonna. It's a butterfly worm. Uh, it's a I butterfly worm. I would not have gotten that. You wouldn't have known that, Michael. It's yeah. a Hippopta agavis. No, I'm chip. Not drunkest. <laughs> well, eventually drunkest. But yeah, that's we still it. Got the, we still got the door straight to go. Boom, 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 boom. All right. I, you know, National Beverage Day. No, I don't mean Tito uh, beverage. Um, so we're, we're trying a little uh, tequila here. And the first, well, the two we're, we're drinking off against each other is the uh, Tremana, which. Tremana. Uh, Oh God! I always put the R in the wrong place. Terramana, small batch, uh, mm-hmm. which is fronted by The Rock. Our next president, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> it, that, that's the reposado, and it is fan freaking tastic. Mm-hmm. We had the uh, Mistress Vicky and I had the silver last night at the Rock Sports Bar. They were giving out free samples because I don't do shots, um, but it was a full shot. Holy shit! And um, thank you, Gino. And say. <laughs> so, so I, I love the Terramana tequila. It's, yeah. it, we, we were actually the first bar restaurant in Williamson County to have it when we opened. Well, that's because you're related <clears throat> to The Rock, too, though. Well, I, I, you know, my bald head. And, but I do have a funky story about me drinking Terramana tequila. Let's hear it. So during COVID, when everyone's doing their front yard, like, parties, everyone's sitting on their camp chairs and yetis and... Whatever, right? So we've headed down our road, hanging out with our neighbors. Me and my buddy Tony, we drank a whole bottle of the Rocks tequila in about an hour and a half. Oh wow! <laughs> I mean, I've been drinking all day too, so so it was it was fun. But I, I suddenly just apparently just got up and left. So you're drinking and then you were done? Well, no, I woke up in the morning. I was like fully clothed in my bed. I had carpet burns on both my forearms. And I'm like, to the wife, can you just tell me what the fuck happened last night? She's like, well, we're on the front. We're on Tony's front porch. We're drinking. You and him did this bottle of tequila. And then clearly you had enough and you just got up and left. And I was like, so I wasn't a dick. I just got up and I left. She was like. Well, you were a dick because you left me with two children, two camp chairs, a Yeti, and you left. 
okay. Well, yeah, okay, that, that does make me a dick. I said, but can you just tell me, I, I woke up fully clothed in my bed with carpet burns. She said, well, I got home and you were asleep on the bottom of the stairs. So I went and got Tony who shared the bottle of tequila with me to carry you up the stairs. He didn't carry me. He dragged me up the stairs. <laughs> I like Tony. Yeah. Everyone loves Tony. And then he dressed you, right? Yeah. No, no, I was, I was still fully clothed, Michael. I mean, you had to go there, but I was still yeah. fully clothed. It, it's, it's better than waking up butt naked in your neighbor's yard again. Again, yeah. That's what yeah. you text me that every Sunday. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how that's how I got to know neighbor Dave. <laughs> hey, you, you never get closer to someone until they tap you on the shoulder and go, "Hey, um, it's not your yard." Yeah, it's not your yard. <laughs> and uh, could could you leave? <laughs> But congratulations. And my kids want to go swimming. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the, yeah. That's the Terramana, which is that's nice. The other bottle we've got here. Oh, oh. I, I hope somebody's got a story for this one. The other bottle we got here is the Codigo 1530. And uh, if you've ever heard of that, it's probably because you're in Texas and you know who George Strait is. I've heard of that guy once. Mm-hmm. I tried this yesterday for the first time, and it's really good tequila. I'm trying it for the first time right now, and, and you're, you, not, you're, you're not lying. It? Yeah. Wow. Mike doesn't do shots. He does samples. I do. Once, not once do I shots. once I once I told him that it's actually called a sample, he's like, "Oh, I'm in on that." Yeah, I've got a Costco card and everything. Oh my! I don't know if I can pick a winner. Oh, that is nice. But you know, I can pick a winner. I, 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 yeah, it's I, us. <laughs> Here's the thing. That one's slightly sweeter. Uh-huh. You don't like you don't like sweet. I do. Mm-hmm. I still prefer the Terramana just by an edge. Because it's a, it is a little sweeter. I just I, I the, think the Terramana is a little uh, smoother, but but they're both good, but uh yeah, I think I like the Terramana a little bit more. You guys are obviously afraid of the rock. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the size of that fucking guy? Yeah. I saw okay. I saw him snap at uh, see, now i got to admit that I went to a WWE thing. <laughs> Me too. So I I went to the WWE thing. Me and my sister were up close, and somebody spit on the rock. This is back when he was 275, roided out of his hilts, or not. Or not. Yeah, but definitely was. He doesn't do roids. Yeah, I know. Not Maybe not now. But he, he snapped, turned, and went at this guy, this kid that was close to us, Hand goes by me and my sister. I'm, I'm getting the hell out of the way. I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> and it took three guys. Uh, Billy Gunn, um, the road oh, well, dog. Oh, this a while back then. Yeah, yeah the, road the road dog. And uh, one, of the, one of the guys on the, the tag team that they were facing to come grab him, one heading by the throat, one heading by the leg, and one heading by the waist to pull him back because he was going to kill this kid. And the kid deserved it. Idiot spit on him. But, Lord. yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'd never want to see that man mad again. <laughs> it's like, holy shit. It was it was impressive. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I, 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 I think to, he was on Jack Daniels. I went to a, <laughs> I went to a couple of uh, uh, wrestling matches in my younger days. We were actually in San Francisco, and uh, they were wrestling at a hotel. So this was before WWE was really big. And uh, so we go into this hotel ballroom in San Francisco, and 
uh, you know, the, the ring looked huge in this room. It it, it didn't look right. And, and and the show was fine. But the, the thing that I remember, the, the, the main event, is how, uh, to let you know how small the show it was, was Hercules Hernandez. I don't remember him. And uh, so his big finish. Speaking of Cinco de Mayo. In, <laughs> into the show, he goes up uh, on the post, up to the top turnbuckle, to, to do a super fly, to just dive on the guy in the middle of the ring. <laughs> he, he went through the ceiling tiles, oh the acoustic oh, ceiling tiles. The prop. That's hilarious. <laughs> that was great. Did, it, did they break or did he get stuck? He just knocked them all down. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Holy shit. I don't remember uh, what happened after that. I think he lost and everybody cheered. And I think the thing is WWE, WWF as I knew it. Like, yeah, me too. Up. Stupid it, World Wildlife think, Foundation. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck was that about? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's stupid as shit. They're giving you acknowledgement. It's advertisement for you. Hey, hey, but you can buy a panda. Yeah, I was going to say, but if you go in thinking that pandas are going to fight each other, yeah, I mean, it's very confusing. No, I know. It's fucked up. I, I've, <laughs> I, have, I have never received a panda delivered to my house. I'm just going to throw me, that I, out there. I, I never even got a photo. Yeah, that's bullshit. Not one. But my point being, I think... I think it's got so diluted over the years from when I started, what, like mm-hmm. the Attitude Era to to now, and you're like, I still watch it, like, but it doesn't have the same. Yeah, you know, I, I like I have things pop up on my Facebook where it's like The Rock doing some of his like his media stuff from yeah. from back then. You're like. Man, that fucking guy rocked. Oh, dude, like, him, him, him and Stone even Cold. back then he was fucking cool. Him and Stone Cold, holy shit, oh, that was man. one of the greatest drivers. Michael, you're looking at us like you people are stupid. I was in law school. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never watched a WWF match in my life. Yeah. Yeah. No, no comment, right? Now, <laughs> yeah. So tennis, huh? So he's probably a big fan of uh, Irving R. Shyster. Yeah. Yeah. IRS. IRS. Mike yeah. Rotondo. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, hey, I watched Hulk Hogan. What is it, Rowdy Roddy Piper? Yeah, uh, and, you know some of those. Oh, you going characters. back? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know how old are you. I'm, I'm like about fifty one, fifty two. So, are you really? Yeah. What, uh, what year were you at uh, UT Law? Uh, ninety two to ninety five. Did you happen to know John Ray? W R A Y. No, no. I okay, didn't. he was he was in somewhere right around that time period. Um, He's out of Waxahachie. He he was a uh, house, state representative. Okay. Yeah, he's um, may may or may not admit to being my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the day. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But yeah, uh, he he was uh he went to UT Law. Oh, okay. Yeah. He he is the black sheep of the family because he's the smart one. <laughs> yeah. The rest of us are like, hey, dear. I got a radio show and I drink a lot. Put that book down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is that? Oh, what is that with words and everything? Yeah. Where's the pictures? Where's the pictures? Well, Where's let's the photos? see. How many pages? I can't even count that high. We we got about what seven minutes till the bottom of the hour. Okay. Uh, I got top of the hour. Top of the hour. Top. Oh God! Wait, where are we? Yeah. Oh, somebody somebody knocked the natural uh, the natty light clock over. Yeah, so we're, we're seven minutes from the side of the hour. Um, i got a few more facts for you if you want to keep talking. Hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there. I'm going to call out my dad because, um, real quick, uh-huh. speaking of stuff like that, you, you you used to ask my dad what time it was, about 13 till. Till what? Yeah, exactly. Till <laughs> what? Uh, till the hour. Uh-huh. What? Oh, my God. What hour? Which one? 
but it's like it's like I didn't realize till I moved to Texas that yonder was a general, like genuine measure of oh, yonder over yonder. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I genuinely did not know that was an actual measurement. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a fact. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Hey, what was the what was the one thing you were going to ask Tim? When was the last time he had a? Oh yeah, when was the last time he had a toad in the hole? Uh, so actually, it, it may well be coming on the menu. <laughs> really? Yeah, we've been practicing a little bit. We're just trying Wait, to work out how oh, how that looks for us. But yeah, it's it's slightly it's slightly complicated having a toad in the hole. Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> Not that. See, Chip has <laughs> no idea what it is. No, I, I, we, so, we, so, we, but so I don't even know if I was interested. Have you tried a Yorkshire pudding yet? I don't. I don't know. No, she didn't tell him where she was from. So. Yeah. <laughs> So, so it's a Yorkshire yeah, pudding with our British sausages, though. like in the Yorkshire pudding. Then you serve it like mash and peas, and then our gravy. Hold on, <laughs> sausages. You've just described another thing. Chip will not eat sausages <laughs> in mashed potatoes with peas with gravy on top. That's mm-hmm. a Yorkshire pudding. In a, no, no, in a Yorkshire pudding. What do you call that now? It's called toad in a hole. What's what's a Yorkshire pudding? It's called not a shepherd's pie. It's definitely not a shepherd. And, and do you know what? Do you know what's so frustrating? People come to you like, "Hey, you need to put shepherd's pie on the menu." And I'm like, "You do know it's fucking Irish, right?" <laughs> yeah, you're an Irish pub. So, so, so funny story. <laughs> Woman walks in the pub. Her and her husband. They walk in. Hey, table of tea. Fantastic. Do you want to sit inside or outside? Take them outside, sit them at their table. We are so happy that there is a genuine Irish person running this Irish pub. She heard you speak, yes. Yep. So I pulled my mask down and I and I said, um, English person running a British pub. She's like, Oh yeah, 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 sorry. So at that point I'm like, Oh, she's she's kind of over it, like fine, whatever. She says, Have you got any British beers? And I was like, Yeah, we have Fuller's ESB. She's like no, no, no. Have you got, like, Guinness? Oh, Lord. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, we do have Guinness, but, again, fucking Irish. Yeah, Irish pub. Next time you come to the table, you just bring her a globe. Just be like, you should have dressed up as a green leprechaun. Like, <laughs> like, 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 swans. Like, what the fuck? Hey, like, like, you know? it, it's, yeah. like, it's like, it's like, when, run on the snakes. I'm going to throw like it that, out there, but Yelp is the worst thing to happen to restaurants. <laughs> Like literally that, the that worst thing yeah. that's oh, yeah. ever happened to a restaurant. So, but we had ahead. we had a guy who gave us gave us a two star review because we didn't serve our Guinness warm. What? We, I, I shit you not. So sorry, Tim. I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know you discovered my. But sorry about that. It was yeah. just one of those late nights. <laughs> yeah, so warm, assholes. Sorry so about that. We, we've got a friend that owns Whitehorse Tavern down in Burton. She doesn't have a five-star rating because somebody um, thought that they were a sports bar, and she's not. And she, they called her up and said, hey, you're going to have the game on TV tonight, and she doesn't have a TV. She goes, uh, no. As a matter of fact, we're kind of slow. I'm going to go mow my yard. <laughs> it's Burton. It's a small town. And so th- without even stepping foot in the in the bar, gave her like a three-star did not have the game on. Uh, like, I, I, on honestly, like pe- pe- people come to your restaurant, and this is this is where Yelp and and Google's actually been pretty decent. They they like if you if you Google will actually remove stuff if you if you force the issue and you can prove stuff. Yelp just don't give a shit. <laughs> right. it's, it's just they like do not give a fuck. 
Yeah. But you, you'll have people write stuff like, I don't know. Uh, I just don't like the way he looks. Yeah. <laughs> Bart, bartender took but, two seconds so, so to come over it, to me. It might be slightly political, but yeah. for instance, a guy a guy walks in. So, so in Ramrock, we had a mask mandate till, what, the 22nd of April? Of April, right. So on like the 15th of April, a guy walks in and we're like, hey, you need to put your mask on. You know, we have a mask mandate. Well, I haven't got a fucking mask. Okay. Well, we do have a mask. Like, help yourself. Yeah. Like, you can you, have you, a mask. You're welcome. Yeah, it's free. <laughs> you're welcome. Like you said, but he gave us a one-star review. He didn't have a drink. He didn't eat. Because he just got up and left, and, and, and all he put was the perfect spot for a liberal. Nice, and and you know, like like I, my 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 biggest issue with Yelp and those those people is when they see these reviews pop up, they should actually just say, "Nah, yeah, just get rid of There's it." There's got to be some it, sort it, of quality. It, it, it should not take me or Michael or Chip or Michael or whatever like to to go. That's a was, bullshit was, review. Was that like, the same night you had? You didn't have the warm Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, your Guinness is fucking colder than mine, Michael. <laughs> I just don't like warm Guinness. Uh, but you know, on a serious note, kind of like what Tim said. You know, I think every restaurant is kind of going through that. You know, I mean, you damned. You know, you're damned if you tell people to wear a mask, and you damned if you don't. But not just restaurants in general. Just every business. Every, you know, yeah. Costco. Uh, you know your local gift shop. HB. Yeah, HB. I think we're all going through that. So, it's, so it's been incredibly tough because you're trying to enforce the rules. You know, you're trying to comply, but you know, you kind of learn there's always going to be somebody who doesn't. You know, who just isn't happy, isn't satisfied, and the whole mantra about the customer is always right. No, I mean, that's bullshit. Shoot, man, I was, I, you know, I I abandoned that seven years ago. I was just like, <laughs> what the fuck? You know, that's why when Tim always calls me and oh, I got a bad Yelp review, I'm just like, all right, Tim. You know, just, just hey, you know. hey, Michael, Michael. <laughs> How good are my responses, though? Your responses have been pretty legendary. I, I, I love them, you know. But uh, but yeah, that's the thing. You know, all the restaurants are going through that, and and even to the you know um, to the aspect of we just can't hire anybody. You know, and that's happening to every business. It, um, when when you say now, hold on. When you say you can't hire anybody, people aren't no, wanting to no, work. It's hard no, to find people. No one wants right, to work. Yeah, right. yeah. Nobody wants to work. Yeah, it, they they are earning as much money staying at home right now. As they would be if they came to work, and right now that that means that every restaurant is in pain, so we're getting shit reviews because yeah. we can't we can't staff yeah. the place properly. I hear about that all the time. Neighbor Dave, who I woke up naked in his yard, his kids wanted to go swimming. Um, he owns a restaurant. He tells me about that all the time. He's like, we cannot get people to work. It's ridiculous. It, it's it's yeah. it's not. A lie. It's it's no. A I, I didn't thing. think he was and, lying. And, and like like cork and barrel. Mm-hmm. Those guys are feeling the pain. We're feeling the pain. Michael's feeling the pain. Eh, eh, mass fajitas that just like, they're feeling yeah. the pain. We're, we're getting criticised all over the place for being short staffed. Right. Well, no one's come to work. So until until these stimulus checks stop popping up, yeah, people aren't going to work, and that that's a fact, right? And as harsh as that sounds to those people. I, I'm just going to throw this out there. If, if you're working and you get that stimulus check, you know, that's additional money. <clears throat> so true. you got even more money than you started with. So, you know, th- think about that, maybe. 
I don't know. Uh, yeah. Logic. Absolutely. I hate to use logic. I'm glad this isn't a political show. No, no shit. Anyway, <laughs> hey, let's, hey, let's hang get on, back hang on. to. We have two uh, lawyers here. Is this is this okay? Yeah, let's, we, let's get back we, to <laughs> let's get back to Court the Magician. <laughs> you know, so uh, time for a song. I'm yeah. Um, seriously, um, if you see Court out and about, ask him about his magic tricks. They are legendary. They're ridiculous. He is I, phenomenal. You cannot even see the sleight of hand. Which um, is crazy because his hands are so damn slow. I know. I just don't want to be there when he's pulling cards out of Wherever. chip sauce. <laughs> First off, nobody said right. it was my ass, but thank you for thinking about it. <laughs> well, I'm not, not yeah. going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> what, day, what day does it tip? The 27th. So anyway, what I was talking about about a song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, get, we got a song about tequila in there? Yeah. Uh, tequila Does by Miranda Lambert. Miranda Lambert is... Just destroys people's lives. <laughs> wow. We'll tell that story after the song. All right. <laughs> it's not my life. All right. Yet. Do you enjoy drinking beer, tasting whiskey, and listening to Texas country music, but just don't have the time to ensure your enjoyment? Well, with the new bundle from Drinking Texas Radio, you can conveniently find all of your fun in one place. Right. Here on KBSR Black Sparrow Radio in Taylor, Texas. Not right now, Jamie. Uh, I'm Chip. Hmm? I told you we should have gone with the lizard. We really should have. That lizard's cool. Ico Gecko, right? Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. They were going to sponsor us, but I was like, you know what? Yes. <laughs> that, that motherfucker's cool. Oh, I know. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, but he wanted to be on the show every week. I was like, yeah, we, we didn't got have more. A we that got small. Law Dog. Law Dog's probably going to eat a lizard. Uh, who knows? I don't know headphones what happens. Headphones kept falling off him. Yeah, we don't. We, I can't afford little bitty headphones. Hey, can, I, can I just give a shout out yep. to uh, my kitchen team who are listening right now? Are they really? Yeah, yeah, she just messaged me, Arja, who's back there with Jackson and JJ. Did she just quit? And Louis, yeah, yeah, she she basically just said she's quitting. Two weeks notice, um, right? Yeah, two, two weeks. weeks no, she just walked, walked, one day notice. She just walked out the door. But no, she she's uh well, all, all of my team back in back at the Kenny Fort. We appreciate you a lot. You're doing a great job. Yeah, you really, you, you really are. Everything, everything that we've had there has been fantastic. Y'all done a great job on the uh, whistle pig, like we said earlier. But just it, in general, like like no, the, I know. I'm just the, those dinners I'm saying the, are phenomenal. The are thanks for dealing with Tim. Yeah, that's the big thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck I you, Michael. Fuck you. Hey, I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a shout out to one of your new well, your entire staff. We'll just go your entire staff. Your entire staff at Slapbox needs a talking too. to. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I was gonna say love them too. Yeah, but, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, everybody up there is actually everybody over there know they know Chip. They love Chip. Yeah. They call me Chip. I'm like, no. I'm I'm the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not Chip. No, so so um, whenever I was, you know, before COVID hit, I was up there two to three times a week uh, taking customers to lunch or happy hours or whatever. Love that place. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, Chip's, Chip's pre-COVID job was mostly taking clients out and getting them drunk. So Yeah, and my post-COVID job is pretty much just getting get, drunk. <laughs> well, it's getting guests on the show and getting them drunk. Yeah. So, uh, so his work has not changed. Yeah. Speaking of Kenny Hay... Hey. hey! Hey! There you go, Ke- Kenny. Hey, she she didn't meet Kenny. Hey. Yeah, clearly you don't listen to the show. <laughs> clearly, 
Yeah, she comes. She comes flying in from San Francisco. Listen, you show every week. It's fantastic. All right, have you? Did you hear this one? Listener, first time caller. Yeah. Have you heard this one? No. Have you heard this one? No. Do you listen? No. No. She's our our, our first time listener, long time caller. Yeah. Stop calling. Yeah. Stop calling. What are you calling about? What the hell? Oh lord. Golly. Drink facts. I got drink facts. All right. I got drink. What do I got? I'm gonna I'm gonna start with a with a British one. Okay. Did you know Winston Churchill's mother invented the Manhattan? Not Mister. Is this part of the true and false? Hang on. No, is no, this no, true no. Fa- this is true. This is a fact. Winston Churchill's mother invented, invented the, the Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah. Now, did just, she did she did she do her work like Winston did in the bathtub? Whoa, uh, Winston! Whoa. Winston Churchill just used to get fucked up. Whoa, actually, hey, I'd party with that guy. Say, say, so actually, him and Ben that, Franklin. I'd party with both of them. So there is a there is a bear in the UK called uh, Fat Bastard in the no, Tub. No, it's Carlsberg Export, I believe. Uh huh. I never quite remember, but either way, it was brewed specifically for Winston Churchill. Really? And. All homeless people in the UK drink it because it just gets you fucked up on like <laughs> it's like a 10, 11 percent beer. Oh, I've done that once. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, yeah, the very first yeah, podcast don't, we don't had. Tell with, that story yeah, again. No. Um, oh, tell that story. No, <laughs> no. So no, we've been there, but yeah, uh, he was <laughs> actually uh, Churchill was a, a famous drinker. Uh, I, I look at a lot of historical documents. It's what I spend my time. He just, can't read them. He just looks. I look at them, and. Um, uh, one of my favorite topics is prohibition. You know where it came from, how it happened, how the laws were written, and everything about it. Do you find it archaic? It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Anything that has to do religion, anything that has to do with religion, absolutely. I'm gonna stop there. Yeah, um, these nuts are pretty good. <laughs> but thanks, Kek. Uh, uh, but uh, so during prohibition, uh, uh, Churchill was—he was already prime minister, I believe. Uh, in the 30s, in the early 30s, came to America and had his doctor write a prescription so that anywhere that he went, he could buy whiskey, medicinal <laughs> whiskey. I'm like, that's a guy. He, he knows what he's doing. He knows where he lives. He knows his doctor role. I mean, I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had my doctor write me a prescription for something that I will not say. I get yelled at. Anyway, oh, Mama's little yellow pills. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, I which mean, is that, fantastic. Why haven't we had that in a while? You know, we haven't had that in a while. Oscar I know. Blues. That's a great. That's it, a great pilsner. The prohibition laws are still in effect now. In places, Some yeah. Places. Well, well, it, what's what's really funny is that the laws are are slowly changing. Uh, the craft beer explosion that we're we're going through now. But, but, I mean, that's that's really it's taken. Takeaway bear, all that. years, yeah. That, yeah, but I mean, even the takeaway bear and stuff, yeah. right now. Oh yeah, that that's huge. well, that, that's because it's Bible Belt, uh-huh. and I and I get it. Yeah, but but I mean, Oklahoma like, has just. I'll be honest. Yeah, I I was I was looking for. A, I mean, I've been here up four years here, now. Up in here, but a couple of years back, that's I was four trying years, to buy that's six years Canadian. Uh-huh. Exactly. Go ahead. Sorry, you're trying to I be was serious. Trying, I was, no, no, I wasn't trying to be serious. I, I, I was just trying to find a bottle of fucking tequila in HEB, and I'm like wandering around, no, you, and I'm like... They're, they're trying the f-? And I was like, hey, 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 where's the fucking tequila? And he was like, next door in the liquor store. I'm like... So, what, so that, what, that what is... What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> That's state to state, man. You, you know what? That will not be changed because the liquor stores like Total Wine, um, Specs... Twins. Twins... 
their lobbyists will not let that be changed because once HEB is allowed to buy and sell liquor, the prices are going to drop like crazy. They won't, they'll be able to buy but, so much bulk. But they should. Oh, I agree. I agree. I would love to go to the, to, to HEB and buy all my goods. All my goods. But, but, but I mean, like, like, like for me as a business owner, like I, I have to buy liquor from, it comes from one twins liquor. Yeah. It has to have this silly little label on it. Yeah. I know it's 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 a money grab at that point by the TABC. Yep. Um, to, uh, Oklahoma, they were just recently within the past three to four years able to actually within the past two years able to sell beer above three point two percent in um, Walmart in normal stores. What? You, yeah, you had to go to a package store to get above three point two percent alcohol. Which a package store, if you don't know. Is a liquor store, but no ice, no, no nothing. The package you, store can't even sell Coca Cola cold. cold. No, they can't. They can't sell Coca Cola. They can't sell um, Coca Cola, ginger ale, and, and that's anything just like in that. Oklahoma. That, that's not just in Oklahoma, but that's the example that I'm using. Um, I don't know exactly where all it is, but they nothing can be cold in there. I had to go in, bought a. 24 pack of PBR for $26, but it was full of, it, it had the normal percentage of alcohol, not 3.2. Two years ago, they passed where you can have craft beer and above 3.2. I think only the craft beer can be above 3.2, but you can have craft beer in the Walmarts, the, the grocery stores, stuff, the gas stations. The, they just recently made it to where you can have craft beer. Right. It, it, it's kind of, it, in my head, Coming from the UK, it's fucked up. Like, yeah, I I can go I can go on holiday like or vacation. Mm-hmm. I get to an airport, the bar is open twenty four hours. Like yeah, as it should be. And and I go straight in the airport. I get my bags checked, and I go straight to the bar, and I'm like, hey, give me a full English breakfast and a pint of lager. So and, yeah, that's how it should be. So I, the UK so, is like New Orleans. Oh yeah, for real. But but then I went. I Except went, for the we, rain. We were going to Mexico a couple of years back from Dallas. I got to Dallas and I'm like, "Fuck yeah, like yeah. vacation." <laughs> Check my bags, walk through, like find find a bar. I'm like, "Hey, I'm gonna have whatever that breakfast is." Full Texas gonna, breakfast. Yeah, I'm gonna have a shiner, but she's like. Not seven o'clock yet, and I'm like, "What the what the fuck is seven seven a.m. got to do with fucking yeah. anything?" Like, I'm on vacation. Right. Yeah, give me a beer. And she's like, "I don't know, can't." So, so on that note, also, she fucked my whole day up. Yeah, just, just to be real clear, I can't remember if it was ten or eleven. It one, it was either ten or eleven. It was middle school, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> no, the o'clock in Oklahoma. They had to, if they wanted to stay open, they could only sell 3.2% alcohol. So the, so the, I won't say the, I won't say the um, brewery that I was in, but I love these guys. Uh, Twisted Spike. Mm, love yeah, those they're really good. Yeah. That probably, so you're not going to say it. Yeah. I'm not going to say who I was in, uh, <laughs> what brewery. Um, but they're like, if anybody walks in from Oklahoma state, whatever bullshit thing, you're drinking one of these beers. I was like, all right, can I order one of these? Yeah, but you're drinking one of these. I was like, no, I understand. Just can I have a real beer? Yeah. 
But if anybody asks, you're, you're drink, drinking, I was drinking that one. Yeah, you're drinking a skinny beer. You know, we got two lawyers in here. No, I don't know. One nothing. that likes to argue. And then there's Laura. And, and <laughs> Laura. Laura. L A W R A. Yeah. So the skinny beer she is up in Oklahoma. She just doesn't like confrontation. Yeah. But but, but, but it's 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 essentially skinny beer up in Oklahoma. But it is weird though that you can't just buy everything from a supermarket. I know. I know. You see, but what you guys are talking about is what keeps uh, he's not employed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why we have I, jobs. Yeah. I don't think it would make any difference on it, me and him. And I, I can't. Actually. I keep saying skinny beer, and Mike is not taking no, a I, God I'm, I'm dang. I'm just waiting for somebody, anybody to stop talking. Oh, Laura. There, oh, there it is. Laura. <laughs> yeah, you know, skinny bear is actually the title of a song uh, a friend of mine wrote. Uh, is and, he a friend, really? Well, he knows who like I, I am. You know. Hold on. Mike, you doing all right? Oh, yeah. I'm just listening. I'm, in, okay. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> what, what do you need? You need, a, you need a beer that you haven't opened? You need some more tequila that you haven't drank? I was going to get some more tequila, but okay. yeah, no, I don't want to right see yeah, No, don't. Can I just pour it? Can I just drink yes. it? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Your family now. Anyway, there's a man named Donnie Brewer. He's one of the first people I met when I moved to Texas 20 years ago. Uh, now, he, when he, he does not he remember met, me. He asked him for you know five dollars on the corner. <laughs> uh, anyway, like, you're my new best friend. Tur- turns out he plays a lot of music and he writes a lot of songs. And he went solo, oh, maybe six years ago now. And and he's he's having a very successful uh, run as a Jimmy Buffett type. I guess you would call that tropical rock uh, singer. Trop rock. Trop rock. It's one of my favorite songs. It's called Skinny Beer. <laughs> Walmart the other day when I heard a voice beside me say congratulations and I said for what she said I'm sorry sir I thought you was a girl on account of all them pretty curls and I could have swore you had a baby inside of that gut I knew that I had to do something looked like I was smuggling a pumpkin Skinny bear, damn those skinny bear. Good for your waist, but it sure don't have no taste. Skinny bear, damn those skinny bear. You can count them calories, but you can count the number of times you pee when you're drinking skinny bear. About this spare tire I got that seems to be gaining air. He said, Diet and exercise. And I said, What else you got? He said, Surgery will cost you a pretty penny, and drugs will make you crazy. But if you really want to be skinny, my advice is just lay off the shiner box. I sure hate to give up my porters and my style. But when the alternative is eating kale and working out, I'll take my skinny beer, damn those skinny beer. It's really easy to chug, that's why I'm letting love that skinny beer, damn those skinny beer. You can drink them by the dozen, but it takes a case just to get you buzzing when you're drinking skinny beer. 
little something about skinny beer Getting drunker than a sailor when the coast is clear California A loves their gin and juice But to drop a few pounds, you gotta cut it loose I drank 20 beers at dinner last night them eight ounce cans had me feeling alright I got a Michelob high but my wife is nagging A waistline slimming but my pants are sagging I used to kick back with the PBR But the alcohol level got me feeling bizarre Nowadays nothing but the skinny would do Watch me cut a little rug and a calorie or two Well you know what they say about guys with small hands Yeah but they don't look so small When they're holding tiny hands of that skinny beer Find a small enough koozie When you're drinking skinny beer Damn old skinny beer I'm talking about skinny beer Damn old skinny beer Also known as chick beer Or girly beer Oh yeah, or uh, I'm about to lose some weight beer Or it's the only kind of beer My wife will let me drink beer Or get you beat up in a honky tonk For drinking it in front of other dudes beer Wilson drinks it, it's good enough for me. <laughs> it's the S-K-I-N-N-Y-P-E-R, Skinny Beer. Talking about Skinny Beer. I'm tickety-talking about Skinny Beer. Oh, Skinny Beer. One time I was drinking a Skinny Beer, writing a song about a Skinny Beer, singing about Skinny Beer with Donnie Brewer, who's not a brewer of Skinny Beer, but a brewer of cleverly written songs about Skinny Beer. What was that? All right, we got about six minutes. I'm going to turn that shit down. We got about six minutes left on the show. Um, going to throw real quick, Michael Chang, not the tennis player, partner at Slapbox. We love Slapbox. I'm so glad you came on. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. So yeah, no, speak into the microphone so people can hear you. <laughs> it's that big black thing right in front of your Right face. in front of your mouth. Thank you for inviting me. We call it Jamal. <laughs> damn you guys, damn you. <laughs> hey, don't think you're leaving anytime soon because we got a lot of drinking to do. Yeah, but sure, thank you for joining us. Just a pleasure talking to you. Well, no, no, thank you for guys for inviting me. I mean, I, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, uh, you know, thank you for being regular patrons at the restaurant. And, uh, and you know, like Tim said, you know, we hope hopefully, you know, we get through this pandemic and, uh, you know, and, and keep, you know, just keep round rock rocking, you know, yeah, uh, that's the thing. Absolutely. And uh, thank you for bringing the, the pizza. Is it? Oh, wait, no, you didn't. <laughs> oh, Lord. Shit. <laughs> My bad. My bad on I, I, that. I, I think Kenny Hayes coming any minute, so no. so don't well, worry. He might be, but he's Ken, not, Kenny. He's, I hope you're coming. All right. Well, people are going to be very disappointed. Yeah, he, he's, no, just, he's just he's just breathing heavy. He's at the express game, yeah, which is open at night. Yes, open at night with the Round Rock Express. It's like ninety five percent occupancy too. So yeah, good. It just got those three seats not full. Yeah, it and that's because you know they're haunted. Yeah, uh, Tim Jones. Kingfort Pub, 
The fifth, the fifth beetle. The fifth beetle. No, wait, or monkey? Was he the fifth monkey? No, he was beetle. He's oh. he's Irish. Oh, okay. Yeah. So straight thank, out of Dublin. Yep. Yeah, straight out of Compton. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you for joining us as well, man. We we love I, we love I you. You're literally for, love coming to join you guys. Yeah, you're you're part of the family, man. We enjoy your restaurant. We uh, enjoy your support. Yeah, like, for the for the wait uh, for the uh, cooks chefs. The wait staff, the bartenders. You got a you got a brand new bartender there that's badass. I'm not going to mention Eric's name. But Eric, <laughs> you talking about Eric? Yeah, I, I said I wouldn't mention an Eric's name, but he's he's leaving too. Is he really? No, he's going to say to him. Jesus Christ! Sh- no. <laughs> well, well, so so, so uh, no, no, hang on, hang on. Uh-huh. So so Michael's Michael's ex assistant. Oh, sorry, ex GM Eddie. Eddie, we love. I love Eddie. Are, are you upset? Anyway, we got three minutes. Go ahead. Hurry. Long story short, Eric's going to go be a assistant for Eddie at Finley's. Finley's, Finley's, yeah. So Finley's Irish. Yeah. But he's still going to keep <laughs> one to two shifts a week with us. Okay. Okay. Well, you just got to so, let us know so what fin- those are. Yeah, yeah Finley's is uh, right Seriously, now. Tim, he just hates your guts. But anyways. <laughs> yeah, just, no, I mean, that's what he said about, like, shit. <laughs> well, he... <laughs> He doesn't. He does not like playing in shit. I know that. He just got married, or he's about to get married. He got married this weekend. Yeah, and we're at like, Home Sweet it, Farm in uh, Brenham, Texas. He did, yeah. and the wedding looked amazing. Yeah, and Cameron, I'm super happy for that guy. Yeah, Cameron's a friend of the show. Uh, he's he's a friend of ours. Um, he's Eric's best friend. Owns Home Sweet Farm, part of the Zithological Society. Do you know what that is? Not a fucking clue. It's essentially just people that like beer. <laughs> it's but true. they, yeah, but they called it the Zithological Society, so their wives would let them go out and <laughs> and, and, yeah. and do so, this. So it's like, like saying, "Hey, I'm going to Bible study," pretty much, and then just <laughs> fucking your neighbor. But it's very similar. I'm sure there's a commandment against that. Which part? The Bible study? Yes. Yeah. Anyway, we got our we got our. <laughs> they HR. don't want you looking at that, Laura. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for letting me uh, sit in. <laughs> I've got no comment. She's got, <laughs> she's got a stack of papers over here. Yeah. You're going to have to sign some shit. When I know. Done. God dang it. I, I'm glad and horrified that we have an HR person now <laughs> that does not give two shits about HR, which is great. And I need another beer. we got a minute left. Uh, shout out to anybody? Shout out to all my guys back at the Kenny Fort. And who girls. Are, uh, and guys and girls, of course. Yeah, because HR. Yeah, HR. I just got the, the, the wink, like. You need yeah. to say Mike, that. Mike, uh, same too. Just shout out to all my staff, my GMs well, for just, you know, getting through this pandemic and just no, rocking you, you, it. You and, and and also, like, everyone who's been out to support us during the pandemic, like myself, Michael, and any other restaurant in Ramrock, Texas, wherever, like, we appreciate every penny you spend with us and every good review you give us. The bad ones, meh. Not, not <laughs> the bad ones. The bad ones. So not the ridiculous ones. The ri- okay, boys, last call. Remember to keep your hands on your beer until the show comes to a full, complete stop. And thank you for choosing Drinking Texas.